You're listening to Tracks FM's podcast. If you've enjoyed our content, more podcasts are available on the RTM Click app and website. Let us know what you think. Please email us at tracksfm.rtm at gmail.com. Like and follow us on social media at Tracks FM Official. Good morning, everybody, and uh, welcome back. This is W Talk on Tracks Momentum. I'm your host, Anil, on the mic. Now, in today's edition of W Talk, we'll be speaking to a very special, unique personality who specializes in underwater photography, which is in line with our topic of discussion today, the wonderful underwater world. Now, the underwater world is something that is uh, hardly explored because there are some territories that still haven't been captured on camera yet. And this, you know, opens up a space for us, an opportunity for us, unveiling a wonderful world beneath the waves. And to talk to us in detail about this, I have on the phone lines our special guest, Nurul Yazid, who is a professional underwater photographer. Nurul, good morning and welcome to W Talk. Hi, good morning. How are you doing uh, today? Thank you for having me. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. All right. Great, great, great. All right, Nurul, now... Before we uh, jump in uh, into the nitty gritties and the details and the technicalities and the aspects of it, can I, can you perhaps uh, give us some uh, information about yourself? Tell us about yourself as a, a professional underwater photographer. Okay, um, I'm from Subang Jaya, and um, I'm um, I've been doing this for 14 years, professional mm-hmm. photography, mm-hmm. and. Um, I want to cry longer than a week <laughs> or I get the itch. I always have to get in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing makes me happier than being down there, seeing all the fishes around me. Okay. It's, I was born to do this, yeah. Mm. So the sea was calling you. The ocean drew you to it, yeah? In a very oh, yeah, subliminal definitely. way. <laughs> <laughs> and and talk to us about your journey um, on, you know, how did you get drawn upon? I mean... Uh, how did it begin? What were your challenges? And how did you sort of gratefully saw to it that this is something that you want to do? Okay, um, I've always been a water baby. Mm-hmm. I started swimming at a very young age. And um, when kids in school, you know, growing up, people wanted to be doctors and lawyers. I wanted to be a dolphin trainer. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always different. And um, But, you know, being an Asian... Yeah. With typical Asian parents, um, it was a definite no-no. Mm. So my parents thought I'd grow up be a dolphin trainer. So I took an office job like mm. everybody else. I mm. was a good daughter. I listened to them. Mm. <laughs> and um, I quietly, behind their backs, mm. got to do an open water uh, license. <laughs> okay. And only after I got my license, I told them about it. Okay. They were not happy, but, you know, there's nothing they could do. So once I got my life hooked, um, any long weekends, any vacation, I was in Perintian Islands diving. You know, I was just so in love with it. Um, and the thing I love about it is people always ask is that when you're snorkeling or when you're visiting an aquarium, mm-hmm. you're just a visitor. You're yeah. just seeing them from above. Mm. But when you're scuba diving of that world, you know, the fish around you don't care you're there they just do their thing about it you just one with the ocean you become a part of the turtles and the sharks swimming around mm. so anyway so i got really hooked and i decided okay i'm gonna do this so i quit my job packed my bags moved mm. to an island 
and became a dive instructor. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. And then from there, I, I bought a small, tiny camera. It was mm. just a, for, to capture memories. Mm. You know, anything I saw, I just snapped here and there. And over time, I got better. Mm. And one random day, a magazine came and asked me if they could publish my photos. Mm. And, you know, one magazine became two, two became mm. three. And then mm. people started approaching me, asking me if they, I could teach them photography. And so from there, that's how my uh, photography career started. Nice. Nice. I liked, yeah. I liked it when you said that uh, you wanted to become a dolphin trainer because I can relate to you as well because one of my first movies, okay, my first movies watching as a young kid, the three movies actually, the first one was Jurassic Park, second one was Free Willy and the third right. one was Lion King. And out of these three, they're all, all animal films, some for some reason, I don't know, these mm -hmm. were the first three movies I watched and Free Willy made me cry. The moment when the boy sets Willy free into the ocean made me cry. And I kept telling my parents that someday I want to touch a whale, but I've never come close as of yet. How close have you got <laughs> to coming to a dolphin, Nuro? Oh, uh, very, very close. I've had a dolphin smack me on the head. <laughs> accidentally, accidentally. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I get smacked by animals quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you love it too because you're passionate about what you're doing. So you just yeah, yeah. brush it off your shoulders. <laughs> Now, let's let's talk about um, the equipment that you use. What sort of equipment do you typically mm -hmm. use in your line of work? Oh. Um, basically, any DSLR that any professional photographer on land uses, right? Mm -hmm. I use a Canon R5 full-frame mirrorless. So any DSLR you can find in the market, that's fine. Yeah, housing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, so you need the mm -hmm. camera. Okay, okay. And how do you uh, yeah. keep it away from, uh, you know, getting getting uh, infiltrated with water? How do you keep it waterproof? Is there any protection that you put around the camera? Or the, are these cameras, uh, you know, already waterproof, water-resistant by default and lightness? Oh, no, no, no. Mm. So we just it's just a normal DSLR that anyone uses. Okay. Then you have to buy a special underwater housing. Ah, right. right. Yeah, right. so there are a few big brands out there, a mm -hmm. few known brands. So mm. you buy one of those. Uh, different brand, different housing for specific cameras. Mm. Yeah, so they have O-rings, they have vacuum pumps to protect and seal your house, uh, camera so it doesn't flood and get wet. Okay. Yeah. So just additional bells and whistles just to ensure that the camera doesn't... Uh, yes, doesn't... and then additional lights, the video mm. lights, strobes. It's 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 mm. a monster, monster <laughs> setup that we bring down there. It's a, I... lot, a lot of things. I travel with a lot of weights. Oh, when wow. I fly, yeah, okay. a lot. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. And you yeah. know, capturing, you know, the capturing the the beauty of this of this hidden world, you know, uh, I believe it doesn't only require, uh, you know, a strong uh, hold of technical skills in terms of photography, but also a very deep understanding of aquatic behavior as well, understanding of marine life, right? In anticipation uh, yes, to yes. capture these moments, okay, and put things into perspective and show it to the world. Let's go in for a quick break. And when we come back, um, Neural, you'll tell us more about your favorite underwater species that you would love to uh, take a picture of, okay? All right. Sure. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who just tuned in or already tuning in, thank you very much. I'm now speaking to Neural Yazid, a professional underwater photographer. And on today's edition of W Talk, we are speaking about the wonderful underwater world. Let's go in for a quick break, and when we come back, we shall resume with the discussion. Keep it right here on W Talk Attracts Momentum. Inspiration. 
achievement experience motivation empowerment all this on w talk every friday 11:15 a.m. right here on tracks fm Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to W Talk on Tracks Momentum. I'm your host, Anil, on the mic. And on the phone lines with me today, I have uh, Nurul Yazid, a professional underwater photographer, and uh, she's speaking to us about mm-hmm. the wonderful underwater world. Nurul, welcome back to W Talk. Thank you. You're welcome. Anil. You're welcome, Nurul. Nurul, yeah, so we were speaking about um, uh, just touching on having an understanding of aquatic life to be able to take beautiful pictures and capture moments. Um, do you have a favorite marine species that you would love to take pictures of? Um, it's a tough question. Mm. I love them all. Okay. But if I absolutely had to pick, I would pick sharks. Sharks? Okay. All kinds of sharks. I kind of saw that <laughs> coming, but... I... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay, give us a list, give us a list of uh, the types of sharks that you've actually taken pictures of. Uh, oh, if I were to list that, it'd probably be until tomorrow. <laughs> oh, really? Would you? Would you? Yeah, are you? Yeah. Are you one of the lucky few that's actually held onto the hammerhead shark and swam with it? Uh, <laughs> we don't touch. We don't touch you marine don't touch. animals. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, no. So that's a no-no, huh? Okay. Uh, no, it's a no-no. We respect them. We're visiting right. their home. We just watch them. We don't touch mm. them. Okay. Okay. But I have dove with um, hundreds and hundreds of hammerhead sharks. I just did that mm. a few months ago. Yeah. Okay, so you have taken pictures of hammerhead sharks as well? Yes. Okay, so what are the things you need to consider? Give us a perspective right now. We want to dig deep into Neural's head now. When you want to take a picture of a shark, how do you prepare yourself? How do you prepare your, you know, is there a regimented approach? <clears throat> you know, the things you prepare uh, in terms of your equipment? Or, uh, hmm. Okay, um, well, the thing is, it's um, usually sharks are very fast. So I like the challenge because they're they're very shy. Unlike what you watch in movies, Mm. they're nothing like in Jaws. (laughs) They are scared of us. They don't like us. They see us, they swim away. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So you kind of have to approach them slowly and let them know that we're not here to scare them. We're not here to harm them. We just want to quietly photograph them. Mm. Basically, you respect them and then they'll respect you. So I approach them slowly. And then, you know, if they're resting, I come slowly, approach them from a, um, not, not from behind. I want to scare them. See in the corner of the eye, you approach them from the corner, and then you can, once they're comfortable with you, you can stay there and take a photo of them. Okay. And now, Those are for the resting sharks, yeah. Mm, mm, okay. Anything else you wish to add about the sharks? Um, no, it's just they're mm. fast. I like the challenge. Mm. You know, you usually in currents, you have to fight the current. It's not easy to get a good shark photo. So I like I like the challenge of that. Mm. Now, let's talk yeah. about locations. Are there any particular mm-hmm. locations that you find being the most captivating or or rather I should say it's uh, in the part of the wish list of an underwater photographer? And in this case, okay. your wish list. Mm. My wish list. Um, I would love to one day dive the Galapagos. I've not mm. done that yet. Okay. Galapagos, Cocos Island, again, for the hammerhead sharks. Mm. But places that I like to dive, Indonesia. Um, they are right in the middle of the Golden Triangle mm-hmm. with the healthiest coral reefs. So if you want beautiful corals with vast marine life, Indonesia is definitely the place. In fact, I'm in Indonesia right now. 
Uh, yes, I was told yeah. by my producers that, yeah, you are speaking to us from uh, Bali? Yes, right. I'm in Bali right, right now. Okay. Yeah. So do you, have, uh, do you have any diving to do today in your agenda? Um, no. Um, well, because of this interview, we, uh, I'm diving tomorrow. <laughs> okay, so you bumped your yeah. diving assignment tomorrow then. <laughs> yes, but it's all right, yeah. Okay, okay. Now let's talk about uh, the challenges that you faced. You know, these challenges mm-hmm. are the things that actually give us that fulfillment, that we're content with what we want to do. You know, despite of whatever the challenges that are ahead of us, we still overcome them because uh, we love doing yeah. the things. And I think you are maybe a testament to that. So talk to us about some of the challenges uh, that you faced as an underwater photographer. We know maybe perhaps you uh, encountered an unexpected situation while shooting underwater. And how did you handle it, Nuru? Okay. Um, of course, you know, when you tell people you're diving underwater in deep water, everyone thinks it's dangerous and, you know, anything, which is, is actually true. I'm not going to guess. We, there are currents, storms, um, um, all kinds of situations happen. So you guys have to learn to prepare. If, um, if there's a strong current, you have to know where to hide behind a rock, how to maneuver around it. And read the weather. Been, um, I've been fortunate not to have encountered any bad situations because I'm uh, what you call a singer. I always prioritize safety. Um, so much money to go somewhere, and no, regardless of the weather, they'll still jump in. I'm not like that because I'm very blessed to be able to dive a lot. Mm-hmm that I have the privilege to say no and postpone and come back later. So, yeah, for me, safety is everything. Right, right. Okay, great. Thank you very much for giving us an insight on that. Uh, Let's jump in for another quick break. Uh, Nurul, when we come back, we shall resume with our discussion, all right? All right. Okay, I'm now speaking to Nurul Yazid, a professional underwater photographer, and she's uh, sharing with us on the wonderful underwater world. Let's jump in for another quick break, and when we come back, W Talk will resume. Inspiration, achievement, experience, motivation, empowerment. All this on W Talk every Friday, 11:15 a.m. right here. On Tracks FM. Welcome back to W Talk on Tracks Momentum. I'm Anil on the mic, your host for the show, and on the phone lines I'm have I have, sorry, Nurul Yazid, a professional underwater photographer, and today Nurul is speaking to us about the wonderful underwater world, and she's unveiling to us a wonderful world that is actually beneath the waves. Nurul, welcome back to W Talk. Thank you, Anil. Okay, now you know, Nurul, the intriguing challenges of actually mastering buoyancy, light diffusion, and also sometimes adapting to the very unpredictable nature underwater can be a challenge. So how is it that you approach composing a shot underwater? Um, In general, I usually plan my shots in advance. Mm -hmm. And... um, if you know, I will ask the people there, what am I going to see down there? What, what, what's to offer? What are the dangers? They usually tell us in advance. So I try to plan it in my head before we go down. Mm-hmm. But of course, it doesn't always turn out that way. You could go down and everything is completely different. So you have to 
start strategizing and then is I think it's just to approach everything slowly. Mm. And um, the key is with underwater photography, you need to know your camera very well before mm. you shoot. Yeah. You need to know where all the buttons are. You need to know. And also, you see on land, you can you can spend eight hours trying to shoot a giraffe. But underwater, we only mm. have as much air as we have in our tank. Mm. So 50 minutes is all you have, 40 minutes to shoot a subject. <laughs> okay. Which is why you need to know your settings. And then when you see a shark swimming, sometimes you have 10 seconds of the shark. So you have that 10 seconds to get everything right. Right. So you've got to be really quick. So it's very, very unlike uh, wildlife photography on land where, you know, you see photographers no. just sitting right there with their equipment set up and just waiting for the moment to unfold in front of them and then they capture them. But you just have a short window for as long as your gas tank has a, a good supply of yes. oxygen. So sometimes when I have um, a project and I'm shooting a fish, hmm. I'm, I, I'm, I'm diving every day for three weeks trying to get that one fish. <laughs> because sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not there. Sometimes, you know, they move around. Uh, it's hmm. not an aquarium. It's an open sea, open right? Sea, so yeah. sometimes three weeks just to get a photo of one. Wow. Three weeks just yeah. to get a picture of one. And what do you do? Dive multiple times a day, or does a day only permit you, as underwater photographers, to dive once? So, do you do it? Um, yeah, mm. yeah, I know what you mean. We usually do three, three to mm. four dives a day. Mm. Yeah, that's right. plenty. It's very tiring. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, I want to talk about um, marine conservation. Uh, in the <laughs> line of work that you do, capturing all these beautiful pictures and showing everyone. What's down there, the underneath world, the unexplored territories that many have not been to? Do you think these initiatives or these pictures that you capture helps in marine conservation? Um, definitely. Mm -hmm. Because in general, I don't speak for all humans, but in general, people don't care about what they don't know. Mm. Um, example, everybody knows what a panda is. Yeah. Everybody knows what a tiger is. So when you say, oh, pandas don't eat this, they'll care, they'll pay attention, they'll listen. But when you tell them coral reefs are dying, it's struggling, people don't really, they can't relate to it because they don't know what people are talking about. Mm -hmm. They've never seen a coral reef, you know, with their own eyes. So they, they just can't relate. And then when they don't relate, they... I won't say care. I mean, that's a harsh word, but they just, I guess, yeah, in a way you can say they don't care, right? Mm. When they don't know about something. Mm. So I try not to just show the negative part of the ocean. If I just show the destruction, people tend to brush off negative photos, negative images. Mm. So I try to add stories to my post, um, tell them about this shark, tell them about turtle, to get people... Mm and see the beauty and that way they understand that mm. all these animals actually have personalities or you know they um they do matter in the ocean and then um hope that even if it hits one or five or ten you know if it affects five ten people it gets to them then it will they will care about the marine environment more what is the harshest reality that's facing marine life that you've seen that you want to send out as a message to everyone Harshest reality is um, restructuring. You know, we, we, we hear we hear things mm -hmm. like ocean thrash, floating, 
we hear okay. and we see once in a while we see a video pop up going viral of some you know nature uh, conservatives trying to save a, a turtle that's got a straw stuck in uh, her t- her nose or or mm-hmm. you know we see maybe sometimes uh, you know dolphins maybe stuck tangled in some you know illegal nettings or things like that uh, and these these are these things go unknown until or unless you know some video comes out in the limelight and we get to know about them tell us something that you know you have seen that you think you know it's really important for you to get the message out there the things that are we doing as human beings are really affecting while i mean um underwater life okay um for me i think what i've seen a lot is um plastic bags mm a lot of them huh the use of heavy use of plastics um i have personally seen a turtle choke on a plastic bag ouch mm. because plastic bags tend to resemble jellyfish so a right. sea turtle would think he's eating a jellyfish and then he tries to swallow the plastic bag and he's just choking. Mm. So, um, yeah, we've had to pull, li- literally pull a plastic bag out of a turtle's throat. Um, that was not easy, but we managed to do it. Mm. And, and in general, I've been diving, I've been doing this professionally 15 years. And mm. in the 15 years, uh, you can see... Just fish population, it is heavily deteriorating. So on the decline. You see less and less fish on the mm. coral reefs, yes. Mm. Fast decline. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, and that affects the corals. It's just, you know, when people do, when they throw nets to catch trawling. Have you heard of trawling? Mm. When they throw this huge catch a certain type of fish, but the nets will just drag everything. Yeah, yeah, yes. So they end up turtles, sharks. Things that they don't want. Ends up, ends up catching everything that it uh, finds along the way. Just drags everything along in the net. Yes. Mm. Yes. And then when they pull the net up, all these people back in the sea. Mm. Yeah. So trawling is a serious issue. That's affecting the coral reef. Mm. So which leads me to my next question. What is the, what's the specific mm-hmm. message that you're trying to send across with your work of underwater photography? Um, wow, that's a that's a specific message. I think that um, a lot of people think it's a very difficult job. A lot of people have asked me. I think anyone can do it. You just need mm. to put the work in. Don't give up. Mm. No shortcuts. Mm. Um, just bring a camera. Don't give up. Go down. Mm. Go diving and just shoot. Okay. At some point, someone will approach you and ask to publish a photo. Mm. But in terms of of your personal work, Nurul, uh, the kind of pictures that you mm-hmm. take. Uh, what is that? Is there a intrinsic message that you are trying to, you know, propagate to the general public? Okay. Uh, mm. So the message I'm trying mm. is that the ocean is beautiful in itself. That um, we take care of the ocean. If not, uh, my photos will just that will be it. Ten years, fifteen years, my photos will be the only thing that you can see. Mm. The last shark, the last turtle. Yeah. yeah. Something from the past, right? They say a picture speaks mm-hmm. a thousand words. And I think if we don't conserve our, uh, our underwater life, well, then uh, it will be something from the past and nothing we can live to cherish for the present moment. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Might be like another dinosaur. Uh. <laughs> the debate continues if dinosaurs ever existed. But <laughs> at least now we know we're living in the present. And yeah, dolphins, you know, marine life, beautiful. You know, I was watching a, a documentary a couple of days ago on the Great Barrier Reef. Beautiful, beautiful living mm-hmm. organism on Earth. And so much of, 
you know, underwater life. They're thriving, thriving underwater marine life. And I think every child deserves to grow up someday going there to see that, right? Exactly. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Nurul Yazid, thank you very much for setting aside your time and having this conversation with us from across the seas. I have to say, metaphorically, you are literally talking to us <laughs> from across the ocean. And I think if you were underwater, maybe you know it would have been bubbles that we were hearing right now. But it's okay. <laughs> thank you very much. You have a lovely day. We wish you nothing but the best in all of the endeavors and continue doing the great work that you're doing, Nurul. Thank you very much, Anil. It's a pleasure. All right. You have a great day. Take care, Nurul. Bye-bye. Too, bye. All right, and that was uh, Nurul Yazid, a professional underwater photographer. Today we delved into the wonderful underwater world with uh, Nurul Yazid. She shared her insights and uh, the intricacies and how she prepares her gears and before she composes a shot. And she also was very candid with um, her opinions and her thoughts on what's happening out there in the marine life and why. We should all perhaps stop using plastic bags. Yeah, producer Rose, less plastic bags. Uh, bring our own bags and reduce plastic as much as you can. And like she said, she once even saw a turtle getting choked because of plastic. That's really, really sad. You can catch a replay of this uh, conversation on our official YouTube channel at TraxFM, RTM, that is. And henceforth, all of our interviews and special features will be featured on our YouTube page, not on our Facebook page, until we say so. Keep it right here on W Talk at Tracks Momentum. You're listening to Tracks FM's podcast. If you've enjoyed our content, more podcasts are available on the RTM Click app and website. Let us know what you think. Please email us at tracksfm.rtm at gmail.com. Like and follow us on social media at Tracks FM Official.